Welcome back everyone, it's Tilly Storm, and today I want to talk to you about somatic intelligence and how it is the new emotional intelligence, and why you should care about having somatic intelligence, how it will help you heal from sexual trauma or abuse, or negative sexual conditioning and programming. I think all of us know at this point about emotional intelligence. We know that we want to be connected to our emotions and what we're feeling inside. And all of us want emotionally connected partners. We want emotionally available men. We are very cognizant and aware of having an emotional intelligence. What to do with our emotions? Can we contact them? Can we allow ourselves to feel them? Can we talk about them? in a way where we own our emotions without blaming our partner for what we are feeling inside. And now I want to say that many of you, I actually just sent my email list a survey this past week and asking them about their biggest struggles and pain points in their relationship, their sex life, and their business and career. And the second top pain point was communication, that they were struggling with communicating with their partner at all. And this goes to show me that a lot of you are still struggling with being able to speak what you need and want to speak what you're feeling inside to your partner in a way that feels safe and supportive. So that shows me that while we may have some awareness around our emotional intelligence, it doesn't mean that our partner is quite where we are yet, or that we put expectations on our partner to express and talk about their emotions in the same way that we as women do, which often is never going to be the case. That's another podcast episode right there. So I'm not going to go into that, but let's bring it back to emotional intelligence versus somatic intelligence. Somatic intelligence is the ability to feel in your body, to be connected, so connected to your body that your body becomes the barometer for, for how aligned you are with pleasure, with purpose, with your desires, your dreams, all of these things. The body is like a barometer. Anytime there's pain, anger, sadness, any negative emotion that we're experiencing, any blockage of emotions and numbness or, uh, we find ourselves disassociating from our body. Anytime that we do those things, this is because there's something inside of the body that we are not wanting to feel that we are resisting to feel. And the reason that somatic intelligence is so important is because if you do not have the courage and the heart to go into these parts of the body that are speaking to you, then you will never break free from whatever that blockage is trying to show you. We have lived in a time where we have been praised for thinking a lot. We have been told that our analytical brain and our mind, that we should think ourselves into our goals and dreams and desires, that we should be able to map out a plan to set a goal to create the steps to break down the steps of like, this is how I'm going to achieve the goal, blah, 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 blah. And 
the, the way that we're taught is that we need to use our logical thinking brain to get there, that we can think ourselves into the life that we desire. And this is the old paradigm. This doesn't work. This does not work. This doesn't work. Even the traditional shamanic traditions, ancient traditions, before we had technology and the industrial revolution happened, people were so connected to their body, their intuition, and what it was telling us. We don't have that connection anymore because of the screens constantly in our faces, because of all of the distractions that we live with that prior, we were just so connected to nature that we didn't have this level of distraction in our life. And somatic intelligence is about using what you feel inside to lead you towards your goals and desires. So it's no longer about thinking. It's about feeling our way into what we want. How does this relate to sex and pleasure or healing from sexual abuse or negative sexual conditioning? Why does it matter? Because you cannot think your way into healing. You cannot think your way into having an amazing sex life. You can't talk it either. (laughs) Even though this is what uh, couples counseling and therapy and sex therapy, traditional sex therapy have done. That we can just go and sit and talk to someone about our problems and, you know, expect that they're actually going to get better. Guess what? Couples counseling has the lowest success rate of any therapy in existence. There's a reason why. It's because you can only heal something on the level of mind that the initial imprint, that the initial hurt or pain was created. And since all sexuality, intimacy, relationship issues are derived from an experience or a perceived experience of a lack of love, safety, and belonging. And this is wired on the unconscious brain. If you can think of your brain at three different levels, okay, there is the forebrain, your cortical thinking mind, then there's the limbic brain, your emotional brain, and then there's your unconscious brain. And your unconscious brain rules the past, your cortical thinking mind rules the future, and your limbic brain in the middle rules the present moment. So the only way that we can really heal and integrate any sort of sexual abuse or trauma or negative sexual conditioning that you got from religion or society, or just from a bunch of stories that you pieced together growing up from magazines, from Hollywood, from whatever. The only way that we can really change these stories about ourselves is to go to the unconscious brain. Now, somatics, what does that word mean? It means body. Soma means body. The way you get access to the unconscious brain is through the body, through ritual, through symbol, through uh, hypnosis, through deep, like going deep, 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 deep into the unconscious. It takes some patience. (laughs) Sometimes there's so much cortical control that people really struggle to get into their body because there's this controlling piece of the mind that says, well, it's not safe to go into the unconscious mind because we're going to see something that we don't like, or there's going to be something there that we're going to have to face if we actually allow ourselves to go there. So there's this huge 
massive resistance that happens in people's cortical thinking mind to give them a reason to not go there. This is why people, well, I'll do calls with people all the time and they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to sign up for this program, blah, blah. And then they never, they never do it. Why? Because the, the fear of going there is so strong because your cortical thinking mind is, is just doing what it needs to do to preserve your ego identity, to make sure that your experience that you currently have stays intact, that who you think you are remains intact because it's terrifying to think that, oh my God, if I let myself go there and face these things in my unconscious and in my body, then who might I be after? What might happen to my relationship? (laughs) What might happen to me? What might happen to my identity? Who will I be after I allow myself to go there? And because the ego is so set in its ways and it wants you to remain static, it wants you to just have the status quo. Its only job is to just make sure that you're safe, that everything is good. And it doesn't matter if you don't like it right now. (laughs) You might be begging for change. You might be saying, oh, I want to change this so bad. I want to change this so bad. But then your ego is like, yeah, but change is scary. We don't like change. It's uncertain. We don't know what's on the other side of it. So it tries to keep you here and place. So there's always just massive resistance around sexuality work, around healing any sexual trauma on a deep body level, because you don't know who you're going to be when you come out of it. You don't know what you're going to have to face to get to the other side of it. So somatic intelligence is where we develop the courage and the heart, the courage and the heart to allow ourselves to access our body's intelligence to meet it with compassion and love, to approach it and find out what is it trying to tell us. So there is a difference between pain and suffering. So a lot of women on that survey I just sent also shared that they experience a lot of pain or numbness in their vulva or their vagina. And part of this is because uh, we have so much, uh, so many negative stories so much negative conditioning and unresolved sexual trauma that literally the body is holding onto, which is why couples counseling and therapy does not work because it's all held in your body, not your freaking brain. So it requires dearmoring practices. It requires facing the pain, going into the edge of the pain to meet it without re-traumatizing yourself. Now, how do you do that? What does that even look like? Well, It looks like getting so in tune with the sensations in your body that you start to notice them. Like, what am I feeling right now? Well, I'm feeling a lot of resistance to going into my body and noticing what's there in the first place because I'm scared. All right, great. What does this resistance want or need for me? Well, actually, it just wants to be noticed. It just wants me to acknowledge that yeah, there's a lot of resistance. There's a lot of fear. Okay. Well, what does this fear need from me in order to move forward towards my goals and desires of experiencing the sex, the desire, the libido that I know is in there somewhere because I used to have it, or I just know that I am a sexual being, but I'm not experiencing myself as a sexual being. I feel completely shut down right now, but what is required to contact that part of me again? What's going to be required? And then the resistance might 
respond to you. It might say, well, actually, I need you to let me know that you're not going to allow anything in me or do anything to me that would put me in a situation like we experienced before ever again. And when we're talking about trauma healing, we're talking about making a a space where you can go into the, uh, the pain, the pain of the experience, not to relive it, but to feel it because to heal negative conditioning around sexuality and sexual trauma, you must feel it to heal it. So the difference between pain and suffering is that pain, your body gives you pain to tell you it's time to pay attention inside. Now it's an acronym, pay attention inside. Now, if you experience any sort of pain in your body, whether it be in your pussy, your vagina, your vulva, whatever, even if it's not, and I say this with any illness, like I have a very radical view on that. Um, anytime I get sick or one of my children gets sick or my partner, whatever, the first question is like, okay, let's tune into the body. What is the body asking? What is it trying to tell us? And I often look up Louise Hay's, um, what is it? (laughs) The, the indicators of like what your symptoms are show you, she's kind of mapped out this whole thing about what a particular symptom in the body means on an emotional and somatic level. So you can look that up online. I don't, I don't know the link to it off the top of my head, but it's Louise Hay. Uh, she died a while ago, but she, her body of work is amazing in this area is that like all physical symptoms in the body are trying to show you where you are out of alignment, where you're not living your truth. You're not facing your truth. So anytime we get sick or we experience disease, it's our body saying, Hey, it's time to listen. (laughs) And instead of that, most of us just go after the analgesics, the things that numb that out. Why? Because we love the dopamine hit. We love not feeling pain. Okay. We love to not feel the pain. We love to avoid it at all costs. We are trained and conditioned to do that in our society. Instead of running towards the pain and then misalignment, we're taught to run away and numb out instead. And this is a huge, huge, huge disservice because every time we do this, we disconnect further and further and we become further disembodied. What does being embodied even mean? It means living your truth from inside out. It means being so connected to the body and its sensations that you let your body be the barometer, the thermometer, whatever you want to call it. The one, like the lever that shows you, okay, there's pain here. There's discomfort here. Huh? Let me tune in and see what this is about. What is needed here? What sort of boundary do I need to put with this? Almost all of the time it goes back to childhood. It goes back to some sort of inner child trauma or event that left us picking up some sort of story or program that is no longer in alignment with what we want and desire for our life moving forward. And in order to move forward, you have to drop that old program and that old story and adopt a new one. 
So somatic intelligence is the new emotional intelligence because yeah, it's great to get in touch with your emotions, (laughs) but if you don't know how to communicate them properly, if you aren't aware of how to alchemize negative emotions into energy through tantric liberation, tantric emotional liberation, if you don't know what to do with them, then what's the point? (laughs) So if you go a level deeper, so somatic intelligence is nothing more than a level deeper is a level underneath emotional intelligence. That is the source. Okay. Remember the emotions are ruled by a limbic midbrain and the unconscious is the, the third part. Okay. So that's the part that Uh, that you can access through sensation in the body. And it is the only way that sexual trauma or abuse gets healed. It is the only way that um, you can, when you meet that with love is when it begins to heal and it can't be done alone. So I think it's interesting that there's all these people that are, you know, they're, they're wanting to heal from their sexual trauma and abuse, but then they think that they're going to be able to do it themselves. And the truth is, is that we can't heal on our own. We must be witnessed in love and safety and belonging for it to heal. And this is why you pay people like me or someone else to help you do that because you have to have held space for you for that healing to occur. It's not something you can do on your own because it's like doing open heart surgery on yourself. It's just, there are, eventually you reach the trauma wall where it's like, okay, I, I can't meet this fully on my own. I don't even know what it is. I can't like your brain gets foggy and you can't see through it, but someone else gets to come in a guide, a mentor and show you, okay. I'm going to be so here with you in this moment right now that we're going to walk through this and we're going to get to the other side right now. And we're not going to hold off on it any longer. So even if it's uncomfortable, it can bring up a lot and there can be a lot of resistance to it, but having that person to support you through walking through the pain is required. And every single shamanic tradition every single native American tradition. It's just the nature of healing is that it it must be witnessed by an individual. You meeting yourself in love and compassion, being witnessed by another and led through the shadow and the dark to bring it into the light is just how it works. This is how it works. So until we have the courage to feel, to gain somatic intelligence, to learn somatic intelligence, to meet our body with so much courage to feel the things that we've been pushing away. We've been denying, we've been judging, we've been repressing, which all cancer is just repression, repression of you not wanting to feel something. All of it is just asking you to pay attention to what this pain wants. Okay. And then to be led through to the other side. And this is why kink and BDSM can be such a healing experience for many people because it's, it becomes this container. Remember a couple of weeks ago, I did the episode on safe spaces and containers and their overuse. This is one chance. This is, remember I said the healing phase of sexuality 
is the one where these containers are needed and required, but maybe the only one. So if someone is in a healing phase of their sexuality, creating very specific containers in the kink or BDSM world can be so incredibly supportive to help you heal from sexual trauma, abuse, or negative sexual conditioning and fear. Because it is about creating a container where you can go in, you can meet the pain with so much much presence and consciousness with a usually a skilled dom or someone who is very, very um, in tune and can hold incredible, impeccable space, who is trauma-informed, who can do that for you. This is another way to heal it, right? Is through this outlet. But all of it, it must be met. You must have the courage to go there because without the courage, you're just allowing the critical thinking mind. You're just, you know, you're going to keep doing what you've always been doing, which is not actually changing anything because until you have that courage to go into the body and to feel it with your newfound somatic intelligence, (laughs) then you're not going to, you're not going to. Somatic intelligence is the next emotional intelligence. It's what's next. It is what is next in humanity. Now, I I didn't finish sharing about the difference between pain and suffering. Suffering is simply when we choose to remain in the pain without actually (laughs) doing anything about it, without meeting it, is when we refuse to meet it. And we keep recreating the same patterns because we refuse to meet it. That creates suffering. It creates it. So if you want to stop suffering, you've got to grow the courage to meet it. All right. So with all of this said, I wanted to tell you about a new masterclass that I am hosting on June 24th. It's called Surrender to Receive. It's going to be on unleashing somatic intelligence for embodied bliss. So this is a free online workshop. It's totally free. It's going to be two and a half to three hours, depending on how long we go into Q and a, but it's designed to teach you how to cultivate somatic intelligence. So everything that I just shared with you today, I'm going to teach you how to let go of the resistance to embrace the surrender, to feel safe tapping into the unknown to get into the body and not be so afraid of it, to approach it with so much love and compassion and tenderness that you can come out on the other side and experience the infinite well of pleasure and receiving that's within you. That's going to transform the way you relate to your body and your sexuality. If you just have the fucking courage to do it, (sighs) I know it takes a lot of courage but I've got you. I've got you. So, uh, this isn't going to be just teaching. We're actually going to do the thing. (laughs) Uh, you're going to gain so much understanding on a much deeper level of everything I just shared. You're going to actually learn the tools and the practices to get into your body and release the physical and the emotional blockages to get you through to the other side from the pain to the pleasure. And we're actually going to do the practice. So it's going to be about two and a half hours. The first hour is going to be me teaching on somatic intelligence as the key to surrender. So you're going to gain an understanding of how your body holds the key to unlocking bliss 
surrender and pleasure. And you're going to discover the techniques to release those blocks. The second hour, we're going to do a live practice. It's nothing sexual. So don't freak out if this feels like an edge for you. Nothing sexual is going to happen here. I'm just going to lead you through a body meditation, some breath work, some movement, some nervous system release to connect with your body's wisdom, to shed the layers of resistance and tension that you're holding onto that keep you from facing this. And then the third hour, we're going to have a Q and a to dive deep into these teachings. So you can ask me anything, whatever you've got that came up for you. I'm happy to hear more about it. So this is going to happen Saturday, June 24th, 12 to 3 PM Eastern daylight time. You can sign up for it at the link in the show notes. And I would love to see you there to support you into taking this very important and always the most challenging first step into healing from negative sexual conditioning or trauma. All right, my loves, thank you so much for joining me today and having the courage and heart to go there with me. I appreciate you. And I hope to see you in the workshop on June 24th. Also, one more announcement. The Sexy Feminine Leadership Summit is going live as you're listening to this, probably. (laughs) If you're listening to it on the day that it came out, which is uh, June 13th, is today, then you have one more day full of speakers. My talk is on June 13th. Uh, So if you haven't signed up for it yet, this is the last chance to do it. You're going to have replays for two weeks. Okay. You have them through June 26th. Why? Because I'm a super busy person. I ain't got time to watch 19 talks from people myself. And if someone gave me time to actually listen to them, I probably would, but hardly any summit host ever do that. So I get that all of you are busy and you've got things going on, kids at home, whatever. Uh, you have two weeks to listen to the talks. So even if you can't catch them all, even if there's just one that you watch because it calls to you, I encourage you to still sign up. You can still sign up through the end of the replays that end on June 26th. So head to the link in the show notes to sign up if you haven't already and take us up on these amazing offers and gifts that 19 speakers are giving to you all for free. (laughs) All right, loves. Thank you so much for joining me and we'll see you next week.